Welcome to Off Topic with Mike and JD. I'm JD. And I'm Mike. And tonight, we're not going to be talking about The Incredible Hulk. Oh. Instead, we're going to talk about something more controversial than what we usually talk about. Something that nerds and Christmas fans have been debating for years and years and years. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so yeah, we're talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> yes, they finally, um, they finally dusted it off from the back of the Disney vault, much to uh, George Lucas's chagrin. I think he once said if he could go around and burn every VHS copy, he would. Fun fact, uh, Carrie Fisher made him give her a copy of it to do some audio commentary on one of the DVDs. <laughs> She was actually a fan of it because she loved how she got the cigarette in it. Yeah. Because those of you don't don't know, Carrie Fisher's mother was Debbie Reynolds, very famous for her singing ability. So I just, but I just, so I, this is just such a cool little time capsule to like Star Wars before in the before times, you know, like the original Star Wars movie had come out, but that was it. It was just. There was nothing else. It was just, like, a movie. Like, it was just a good movie. It wasn't Star Wars yet. Yeah. Which, I'll, I'll go into this in a bit more detail later, but I think that was part of the problem with this, is that there wasn't enough lore for it to work with. Yeah, I, no. I think also, like, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to jump into it too quick, but I think that... Yeah, there's just a lot going on. It, it was sort of in the days of, like, the TV variety hour and, like, you know, there were a lot of, like, cartoon shorts, you know. Yeah. The, the special, it's a very much a product of its time in the sense that TV is a lot more narrative-driven and a lot more weighty than I think it ever was yeah. back in the 70s. You know, if you watch all oh, episodes of, you know, Star Wars and Doctor, or Star Trek and Doctor Who and, and, you know, even like the more like sci-fi shows of the time, they're very camp. They're very like all over the place. You know, cartoons were just like these 20 minute variety yeah. shows. So, you know, I, I don't think even necessarily they were setting out to make like, oh, this is like the Mandalorian, like, they, they yeah. weren't setting out to tell a story, they were just like, yeah, but, you know, whatever, here's some fun stuff with the Star Wars but, characters. But yeah, also that, I think, it was written by, by and for the time, meaning it was written by and for people on drugs. You're not wrong. Cannot believe, I cannot believe that a per person, a sober person wrote this, like, they were definitely on drugs when they wrote this. I mean, it was the 70s. Especially like, those, uh, those Wookiee hologram scenes. You're like, man, yeah. I want what he's having. Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's like, let's just start off. Like, so, focusing on Chewbacca's family, that wasn't a bad idea. The problem was, they're just yelling at each growling at each other, stalling at each other the whole time. Like, that's like off the bat. It's like, why aren't there at least subtitles? Like, right yeah. off the bat. Or, or at least, you know, a character that speaks basic to, like, translate. I mean, you wouldn't want to watch Chewbacca yeah. by himself for a long time because, you know, even... 
Like, I, I don't necessarily love the idea of, of subtitles for Chewbacca, but, like, I'd rather that than just, like you said, just growling for a long time. Yeah. It's like, like, I just, that is right off the back. It's like, how did you make that mistake? Like, oh, we're just going to have these characters snarl, growl, make these weird noises with no context to it. Like, like I said, hence the, the they must have been on drugs part. Like, it's just, yeah. like, yeah. like that right off the back. It's like, how did you think that would be entertaining? <laughs> but, I, so, I just, you know, I don't know. It starts, it's interesting. It starts off really strong in terms of like, you know, I know a lot of oh, recycled yeah. footage, but it starts out really strong with the, the scene in the Millennium Falcon uh, with mm. Harrison Ford. And it's like, oh man, like they're being attacked by a Star Destroyer. You're like, this is going to be the, the Star Wars that I know and love. And like, you know, then you arrive on Chewbacca's home planet, like the Kashyyyk matte paintings look really cool. And you're like, oh man, like I've always wanted to see Kashyyyk. And then after that, it's just, it's just nothing. <laughs> yeah, like, like, see, like, I think parts of it are, like, so bad that it's good, but just other parts of it are just, like, not even so bad that it's good. It's just like, wow, this is just plain bad. Like, the circus part, I mean, that part was, when they're watching the circus on the oh, that part. It's just painful and that, boring. Like, yeah, it's just nothing. Exactly. Or the, the, exactly. cooking, the cooking show. Oh, like, and that is so disappointing. Wait, wait, that is so disappointing because, for those who don't know, that's Harvey Corman. He's most famous for his roles in Mel Brooks movies, particularly Blaze and Sadler's, where he played Hedley Lamar. He is a hilarious actor, like, super, like, super funny actor. And he had to do such a boring scene. Yeah, you would think if you're getting someone like him to be in your in your show, give him like a more meaty role, like the um, yeah. I mean, to to be fair, everything you know, so many of the scenes have really talented people in them. Like um, yeah, obviously the famous like Cantina song, um, like it's it's all yeah. it's be all awesome. very. Uh, you know, it's all very star-studded in a weird way for yeah. its time. So, you know, I'll give it that. But it's just like they didn't know what to do with anybody. They were just like, all right, here, yeah. here, here. Here's throw a bunch of stuff. And just, and, and then, you And you know, though, honestly, with, with the cooking part, I think that really could have, like, it could have really worked somewhere. Like, oh, it's a cooking show right now in space. Like, if they actually did something with it, it could have been really funny. The only thing that was mildly amusing was the double arms thing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that was arm. like kind of funny, but like you know, I don't know. It, they didn't lean into that. They didn't lean into it. it was the problem? Like, like, uh, they didn't like that. Could have been a funny scene if they leaned into the science thing. Problem. Also, the other part about it that's also, I mean, wasn't as big as the other time, but now that makeup he was wearing, that's. Maybe not quite blackface, but it's definitely too close to being blackface. Then, then comfortable. Yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of but, a lot of questionable things about that. Yeah, <laughs> but like I said, like I said, see those parts like, but like the ground part is terrible, but it it's told terrible that it's kind of amusing. That like this is so bad that that there, there's no subtitles. At least okay, it's bad amusing, but the cooking. The circus hologram thing, that's just bad, like, it is like nothing, it, it, it didn't even reach the level up so bad it's good. Well, it's just weird, like, 
I guess it's it's just odd of like who is this for? You know, the, there's so often these, yeah. these things where you're like, who is this for? Like, I've watched a lot of the Star Wars. In fact, I actually quite enjoyed uh, the Star Wars, like the old cartoons. And we'll get to the cartoon in this in a second. But I used to mm. love the old Star Wars cartoons, like Ewoks and droids, and they're really bad. Yeah, they're like not good. But they know exactly the audience they're going for. It's children. They want like a children's yeah. cartoon, and it's fun and it's silly. A child would not have the attention span to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. Like I, I no. tried to watch it as a kid on on early YouTube, and I just like tuned out. I'm just like, this is so boring, and I I'm obsessed with yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> which 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 to be, I love how Disney never took it off YouTube. It was like the perfect balance between we're not acknowledging this, but we'll let you watch it anyway because it's like yeah, you can it find it. <laughs> you want you. If it's, all you do is Star Wars Holiday Special, there it is, full length and everything. Any other Disney-owned property would be off in two seconds. That's been up for years because Disney is made the perfect balance. We'll let you watch it, but, oh, we're not taking ownership of it. But now they're starting to take ownership of it, but, but well, at I, the top, that was the original plan. I think now, like, especially, like... Comedy in Star Wars has always been, like, a very finicky thing, you know, especially the conversation came up around the time Solo was released, you know, there were talk that, like, Lord and Miller's, like, Solo was too comedic and too wacky and Jim Carrey-like, you know, I, the idea of comedy in Star Wars has always been a, a sort of touchy subject for a lot of fans, and I think, I mean, I love, like, to me, the funny moments in Star Wars are so funny, like, I find C-3PO hysterical, uh, you know, there's a lot of really funny moments in uh, in Star Wars. But then, of course, you yeah. get, like, the Jar Jar and the slapstick and the farting. And you're yeah. like, what is this? So mm -hmm. it, it's Wait. difficult to strike the balance. And I think, like we were saying, with this being so early, like, they really hadn't figured it out yet of, like, yeah. how serious is Star Wars? Like, is this, mm -hmm. is this like, oh, the deep lore of Star Wars? Or is this, like, mm -hmm. ah, it's a wacky, fun kids' adventure, like The Last Starfighter? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it hadn't quite established its tone yet. But now yeah. with Disney but, releasing more, like, the Lego mm -hmm. Star Wars stuff and, like, the Star Wars well, family. Some of those are actually quite funny. Yeah, I, I loved the... Uh, the I, Look, I, have, I haven't seen the Halloween special, but I loved the previous uh, Christmas yeah. special. But uh, and you never watched the, the droid tales. It's like C-3PO retelling the Star Wars trilogy. Mm -hmm. but, not trilogy, all the films. But there's a lot of in-jokes in it. It's like Jar Jar Binks immediately gets blasted away. It's like oh, I'm supposed to have. He's not supposed to have a bigger part. <laughs> yeah. Or he's yeah. like, or he's like, oh, Amidala was no longer the queen. She was promoted to be a senator, which I don't quite understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so there's, there's a lot of in jokes in that. But and so you see, it's just, it's just it though. You say that the early they didn't understand the comedy, but actually. Just a couple years later, not Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker guest starred on The Muppet Show. And it was hilarious. Like, but, like, I mean, there were some scenes where he's like, oh, I'll get my identical cousin Mark Hamill to sing a song here. But a lot of it was him in Luke Skywalker character. And it was just funny. But I think that's more to do with the Muppets being funny and the writers of that show. Because, you know, 
in sort of a when you take Star Wars out of Star Wars, it's a little easier to have fun with it because you're like, okay, That's true. this is Family Guy, but it, Star Wars, or this is like Phineas and Ferb, mm -hmm. but Star Wars. It's a little easier Love because that. those that shows great one. those shows are already funny. So, mm. you know, you can kind of play with that more. But like, if it's like, oh, no, this is just Star Wars. Like, this isn't, like, Star Wars, but. Like, this is, like, oh, we're in the Star Wars universe. This is canon. <laughs> but, like, yeah. also, you know, here's a comb that says the Imperial Code to you while you comb your beard or your mustache. Yeah. But, see, I did though, like I said, it was too early because I feel like after the, now that the Star Wars is so established with all this canon... There's a lot of good stuff you can do a variety show with, like, you know, I mean, they already had it, which, they should have really done more of uh, the, I forget the name of the, of the band at, uh, Moss Eisley, I know it's a really weird name, though. Oh, it's like uh, Max Fig Rebo and Figrin, Dan, and the Modal Nodes? No, no, isn't like Max Rebo and, like... Oh, no, Max Rebo's <laughs> band is the, um, that's Jabba's band. Oh, well, the that's a good one. What is he doing? The is modal nodes is Matt the Rebo? band. Okay, but the Matt Rebo is another good one. Like they could have done music with like Yeah, yeah. They have they had like you said, after the universe expanded so much to the point where it is now, they had a lot more to work with. Like I said, that Matt Rebo would be a perfect one. Oh, he's doing a song. Although they wait, tried to do that with Jizzers? the uh... Wait, wait, hold up. Is this band called the Jizzers? That that okay, that is the actual the, kind yeah, of name but, of the band. Yes. Okay. Okay, but that's a whole nother story, but... <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, they could have done a lot with the established property now that it's Star Wars is Star Wars, not back then when Star Wars was like, oh, that was that cool movie, not, oh, that's that media giant. Right, right, but like, to, to your point, like, even like George Lucas, he like tried to put that musical number in Return of the Jedi in the special edition, and everyone's like... What is this? Like, get this out of here. We hate this. Well, actually, I don't even know that musical number. I'm definitely looking about that up later. But see, that's different because, again, see, I think it worked better when they picked one tone for each thing. It didn't work in the movie because that's not the tone. But, like, the Lego specials work because they pick a comedic tone. This right, could have right. worked with a comedic tone, tone if the comedy was actually funny. Right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's the ultimate failing of this movie, is it's not anything. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah, funny, it's not, it's not, it, it's not, like, deep, it's not profound, it's it's just wastes your time. Okay, like, but I, let's say the absolute most disturbing, weirdest, how the hell did that make it to the cut scene of the movie? Well, Chewbacca's dad on the VR set. Yes, that, I, I... I can't even like, like talk about that with a straight face. It's it's, it's like, uncomfortable how? to put it generously. Yeah, like let's to put it mildly, mildly. For those of you who haven't seen it, there's a scene where this guy is selling him a VR set, and he watched a video that is let's just say erotic, and again put it mildly, and he reacts to it as such. In the middle of the... This is Chewbacca's father in the living room in front of his family. In a Christmas <laughs> special made for people of all ages. It, it, yeah. It, it just goes back to, like, who was this for? Were the adults yeah, exactly. supposed to find that funny? Like, were the kids supposed to find that funny? Like, what was going on? 
Yeah, it, that see, it's just like like that is the like like uh, that, it's just like how did nobody be like um hey isn't this a little and by a little I mean extremely disturbing to put in this. Yeah, it, that it, see. It's that is by far the worst and most uncomfortable scene in that. Yeah, movie. it's just like oh, um, and also even just a side note that extra disturbing is she. It's he's a Wookiee. She they use the regular human for that. That just adds an extra layer layer to the disturbingness of it. Yeah, I, I mean, Jabba the Hutt's the same way. It's like why are all these aliens attracted to to the human species? <laughs> yeah. But at least, okay, at least with Jabba the Hutt, it was clear what, who that was for, why they did that. Like, at least, like, it, is it stupid when you think about it? Yes. But there was at least, oh, well, yeah, we know who this is for. With that Chewbacca dad scene, it's like, nobody, nobody can answer you who that scene was written for. Because yeah. it wasn't written for any person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. So I guess uh, the you know the I guess we should talk about the the I I hesitate to say best um, what is widely considered the best I don't particularly love it but what is widely considered the best part of the special is again confusing because we sit down with Lumpy Chewbacca's son named Lumpy or that's not his canon name but that's his nickname. Um, yeah. and he sits down and he like turns on the TV and then the camera zooms into the TV and yeah. we see a full length like and by full length I mean like 20 minutes uh, cartoon uh, which is widely famous for being the first appearance for Boba Fett yeah. uh, which we'll get it to but but I, but are we supposed to is is Lumpy watching a cartoon about Luke Skywalker? Or is this is like meta yeah. for the audience? Like, what's happening? Yeah, and it's like, oh, the, oh, we're not, we're not part of the rebellion. Meanwhile, let me just watch this video about the rebellion in front of the stormtroopers. <laughs> like, the setup to it is absolutely terrible. Like, it makes zero sense. But actually, like I said, we'll get into the actual content of the cartoon. But just all the setups are terrible. Like. When they go to the Mars Alley Isley Bar song, what exactly is he, again, what does he want? Like, does he have the live feed to Mars Isley? Like, like, yeah, it's, it, the setups are so bad. I, like, I, you know I, what? It, it's, the work segment actually at least has a logical setup. The, the circus thing. Oh, okay, he's watching. It's a kid watching another thing. Okay, at least that setup is completely. Like, clear what's going on there. Like, the rest I, of these setups make no sense. I, I know it was at least partly, like, a budgetary thing, but I, I really think rather than trying to, like, shoehorn all these weird variety shows, like you were saying, into this special where it's like, oh, let me turn on the TV, and then we watch the TV. Oh, let me turn on this table, and then we watch the holotable. Yeah. Like, I think... You know, similar to how at the end of Return of the Jedi, it's like pan, so we see all the different planets and celebrating and whatever. They should have just done that to be like, oh, here's yeah. how Life Day is celebrated on Kashyyyk. 
with weird, yeah. like, Wookiee erotic. Uh, oh, here's how it's celebrating Coruscant. <laughs> oh, with a cooking show. Here's how it's celebrated yeah. on Tatooine with a bar. No, yeah, and, that like, would have been so much better. It would have been so much that better than you see, like, the scope of the galaxy, and it's like, all right. <laughs> like, well, exactly. And go back into my old war theme that it was too early in the franchise because they didn't, just, they didn't really realize what the scope of the galaxy was going to be. I mean, they only had the one movie. Right, exactly. But, but yeah, yeah, and then, also, like I said, I'm see, I wanted to save the car too, because that's going to be a big thing. Again, they brought back Harvey Corman for another scene to build that translator thing. That doesn't even work in the, like, again, you're way, like, it annoys me, Harvey Corman, great actor, hilarious guy, in two, plays two different roles, and both of them are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but let's get into the content of the actual cartoon, which, I mean, I think it's a great part, it's the, it's the, at the very least, the least bad part of the special. Whether oh, yeah. or not it's actually good, good, is, that's a different question, but I anything think, in, the, in the holiday special is definitely the best part. Yeah, I think people are mind-controlled by the rest of the special and to think, like, if you just, um, a while back before the whole thing was released... Disney, you know, they're gearing up for the Book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett's really hot right now, so they released, you know, just the, the cartoon in isolation of its context. And I watched it to, like, re refresh my memory, and I'm like, this is not good. Like, but I, I, you're kind of tricked into thinking, oh, it, like, when, when you see how bad everything else is, you're like, okay, this is, like, this is great, this is amazing, like, let's keep doing this. Because it's, I mean, it's Star Wars, and it's voiced by the original, like, you see yeah. an animated Han Solo voiced by Harrison Ford, well, and you're like... A somewhat animated, somewhat Han Solo, Han Solo-esque <laughs> animation is actually... Yeah, know. the animation is very questionable, but, but you know, it's it's an animation with the original voices, which is, like, I think what a lot <laughs> of kids dreamed of, so, like, you, you're tricked into thinking mm. it's good, and, and Boba Fett and, uh, is a cool character. <laughs> yeah. Which, but see, I mean, pre-Mandalorian, this really emphasizes what Boba Fett is to me. Oh, it looks, the character was, oh, it looks cool, nothing like that. Again, Mandalorian added a lot, even that just one episode added a lot of substance to the character, but especially the original trilogy, before they had the prequel trilogy, Boba Fett just looked cool. There was okay. no substance to the character. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I've never, like, I'm excited for the book of Boba Fett, but Boba Fett's always been, like, the most overhyped character for me. Because I'm like, yeah. yeah, he's a bad-at-his-job bounty hunter, like, who looks really cool. like. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like what the special was. Oh, Boba Fett looked really cool in that, in that, in that cartoon. Which he did look cool in the cartoon. The storyline itself is kind of weird, though, because... Oh, he was helping them, but he wasn't helping them. I, the storyline, like, it was kind of, I was, now to be fair, I was hanging out with friends while I watched this, we were talking a lot, so maybe I just, we talked over it, but we were kind of confused, because it really seemed like he was helping them, even though he wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe too. Yeah. So, so it was just a weird card too, but it's like, it's definitely, at the very least, the least bad part of it. Of the whole thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, it, it is very watchable, and it has the original voices of all the characters. So, like, yeah. I'd say it's worth a watch. If you watch nothing else in this special, do watch that. I mean, it, it is, like, yeah. by modern standards, not good animation, not good 
a cartoon, but but you know, I could definitely see it resonating with some people just for the yeah, you know, pure novelty of it. And but yeah, and then let's see, Luke Skywalker just has the two second cameo, which is like, oh, I don't know where Chewbacca is. It's they, just, it's kind they of use uh, they use just, stock footage of Darth Vader, and he's standing next to the Admiral who blew up on the Death Star. He's but it's just his twin brother, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, though I think it was actually the only because in the first two movies James Earl Jones didn't feel he deserved to be credited for, as Darth Vader, but it, so this was actually the first time James Earl Jones was credited as Darth Vader. Hmm, interesting, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, this is what happens when you spend too much time on the internet. You know all these random trivia facts. <laughs> but yeah, but, so then it's like, but I, it's like the plot goes nowhere. I, I think that, you know, this is definitely one of those, um, you know, one of those specials that is sort of, like, it's so bizarre that it, it sort of has its own, like, I don't want to say cult classic, but its own, like, charm among, yeah. you know, the, the fans. And, like, they've sort of, like, as they go and, you know, the novels have sort of, like, dripped some of these elements back into canon, you know, like, uh, the B. Arthur's yeah. character is canon, and, like, uh, Chewbacca's family is canon, and, they like, they drip, uh, you know, references back to it, yeah. you know, because, like, I don't know, it's just such a, so, it's so bizarre, it's like a train wreck you can't look yeah. away from, covered in tunes. But, but also, let's just get talk about the ending of it, like, we said a lot of it was not, like, you know, random, but the ending of it, like, it got totally weird. Oh, let's put our cloaks on. Let's go through this portal. Let's start seeing, like, was like, what the hell was that ending? Like, <laughs> like, that ending just came out of nowhere. It was like, yeah, we're wicked now suddenly. Like, what? Later <laughs> yeah, singing, yeah. yeah. What? Later here suddenly, and I was just gonna sing. Like, the ending part, like, I, like I that was like, they, the acid was really kicking in when they wrote that part. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I always wondered, and I don't know if I, you know, anyone else has looked into this. I always wondered if the orb, uh, the peace orb at the end of episode one of Phantom Menace uh, is, was, like, inspired by that orb from the holiday special. Because <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what I thought about watching. That's what I thought about it. Thought uh, yeah, it, it, it got really weird. But yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, when else are you gonna get to see like Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia sing? You know, it's it's yeah, it's so weird that you can't believe it's a real thing that exists. That aired on TV. But and I, you it's know, like, yeah, you know, I just I I don't know. I I often wonder like you know, was that like you know George Lucas being ahead of its time wanting Star Wars to be on TV or was it just like Eh, whatever, we got some extra props and 15 extra minutes and, like, an extra million dollars. Like, let's just throw this together. Yeah. But, yeah, like... It wasn't a bad... Whatever... It, the idea behind it was not a bad idea. It wasn't... Like I said, it... What, it was too soon in, in his... In Star Wars history, my opinion, but it could have definitely... Like, it... It wasn't, like, one of those ideas was, like, well, it was just a bad idea. It wasn't a bad idea. It was just so poorly handled idea. Mm. Like, 
like you said, though, they, it, it had so much potential that it was like, no, let's just get, take a bunch of acid and just see what, what falls on the pages. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it was just like... But it, it, you know what, though, I love to, to, you know, make fun of it, but you know what, it's, it's so fun to make fun of, like, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely, mean, it, like, it, it, if you, it is the perfect movie, like, thing to hate watch, almost, like, yeah, watch it, and, like, watch it with friends, it's definitely something you watch with other people, so you could together laugh at how ridiculous everything is, like, exactly. I had a ball watching it with my friends, even though exactly. it was terrible, because we were like, what the hell is happening here? What? It was hilarious. It, it's fun. It's yeah, so it, bad, it's good. If you, I was going to say, I, I don't think it was at the time. I think at the time it was boring. But I think now if you look back and you just like, what's going on? You got some eggnog, yeah. you got your friends. I'd say if you haven't seen it, definitely, you know, well, first of all, what are you doing watching this episode? But if you haven't seen it, it. you know, go watch it. It's, it's, it's a fun hate watch. Or so bad it's exactly. good, or whatever you want to call it. Exactly, and it's fun in the spirit of the holidays. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. And watch the new Star Wars holiday special, the Lego one. That's actually good. <laughs> oh yeah, that one is that. You know, let's talk. We we have a little bit of time. Let's talk about that a little bit. That one was just fun. Yeah, I like, love that. I I had so much fun with that. It's yeah. like you know. A lot of inside jokes. It's definitely not something to watch if you don't understand Star Wars because there's so many inside jokes in it. But if you're a Star Wars fan, it's hilarious. Oh yeah, the, the Lego special. Like I, I love, I love like seeing all the sequel trilogy characters and all all the references. And it's like it's just serious enough that you're like, oh wait, is this like canon? But then it's like also really silly at the same time. I yeah. love. I love seeing, like, Darth Vader interact with Kylo Ren. Because he always, like, you know, there's there's all the jokes on the internet about, like, oh, like, he's, you know, like a wannabe, like a poser or whatever. It's it's just so fun to see all these characters who would never interact, interact. Um, yeah. Like, it's sort of just like a Star Wars fan's dream of, like, oh, you're mashing your action figures together and, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it, that, that one is very worth the watch. And like and you say, it almost does seem canny because how she's training Finn to be a Jedi, it almost I know, does like, seem canny. That's what I was gonna, like, if nothing else, it made me really want a, like, a Finn special or a Finn series where John Boyega is, like, training under Daisy Ridley. Yeah. As, like, he was a character that definitely got dropped in the sequel. Like... Oh, I mean, 100%. I mean, I know this is an episode about the sequel trilogy, but, I, like, if nothing else, seeing that scene in the holiday special made me be like, oh, no, like, I still want to see this. Like, if, if John Boyega's still down, like, I still want to see this character get this treatment. Yeah, because, like, in the first two in the first two of the trilogy, he was fine, but in the last one, they clearly had no idea what to do with the character. It was yeah. just very third, obvious. Exactly, yeah. They didn't have any idea what to do with, like, half the cast at that point. Who, Anyone who wasn't Kylo or Rey. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Paul, they had some ideas. Maybe not the best ideas, but they had at least things for him to do. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. Finn and a bunch of other characters are just there. It's like... But, I, I like I said, this was an interesting thing to see him do something. And I'm curious. Like, 
We gotta at least get a novel or something for him. Like, oh, we need it. We need it so badly. I, you know, we need at least a novel. I I think I don't think they're gonna do a novel only because I do think that when the time is right, they are gonna say, "Hey, John, like your character got the short end of the stick. Like, we know how much you love Star Wars. It, it, like, if if we gave your character like a meaty role, like his own Disney Plus special or his own Disney Plus series, like." He would come back. I, I really do think he would come back if if he knew that like Finn was going to be like the central character. Yeah. So that's that's the only reason yeah. I don't think we'll get a, a special. But no, probably not anytime soon, which upsets me because I really want it. Mm. Uh, it's also so nice to see off uh, topic there. Huh? Yep. Title drop. But yeah. it was also but nice anyway. to see uh, Rose Tico back voicing uh, Rose or um, Kelly Marie Tran voicing Rose. Oh yeah, but another awesome. character that. Got, Got short, short end of the stick. stick. Yeah. But yeah, it was a fun, yeah, that was definitely very fun. Fun, the Lego special. Like, if you, if you, that's something you could actually watch by yourself and enjoy, the Lego special. I mean, obviously it's always more fun to watch things with friends, but you could enjoy that by yourself. The holiday, spe- the original holiday special, no, it, you, you need, you need other people there with you to, to point at it and laugh at it with. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, that's all I have to say about the the Star Wars holiday specials. Yes. Well, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Life Day, Happy whatever holiday you celebrate. And see you next year. Bye.